Hi everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next free online business assessment, enabling you to pinpoint what your business needs you to fix next. Business tips to help you level up and scale up. Hi everyone, I'm Simon of Sterling Coaching and welcome to this podcast episode in which I'm joined by Jason Rawls and Jason, I'm just looking at his LinkedIn profile here on my screen and it says that he's helping leaders to be more effective and leading adventures for businesses, charities, groups and private clients and of course you can find Jason on LinkedIn and he's, uh, he's spelt Jason, J-A-S-O-N, and Rawls, R-A-W-L-E-S. And the website is www.jasonrawls.com. So it's great to have you uh, with us today, Jason. And I know already just looking at the LinkedIn profile, this is going to be a rather unique and different podcast for our listeners. Those that uh, are downloading it and listening to it are going to take some great benefit today. We were talking just before the recording started a little bit about uh, your story. And before we get into the questions about coffee and business, Jason, tell tell the listeners a little bit about how you got into the business that you're in now and a little bit of that backstory you shared with me earlier on. Yeah, no worries. Well, I suppose it's uh, a lot of people will always ask me, why do you do what you do? Which I think is a fair question because it's quite different from what I used to do. So I used to uh, I used to run big teams uh, in the world of IT sales, uh, and that would be in a global capacity. Uh, I was earning you know good money for the job that I was doing, but it actually took me to a really dark place. I was really desperately unhappy, where people thought that you know the success was there, you know expensive watches and cars and things, but actually I was in a desperately horrible place. I I wasn't living my values. I was in a, a horrid relationship. I just don't quite frankly. I just don't think I was a very nice guy. So there was a few things that happened and I thought, you know what, it's down to me to make some positive change. I need to pursue my happiness and I need to live my values. So what I did was um, I quit that world. I sold my house, I sold watches, I sold cars and I moved to (laughs) North Wales. I'm currently on Anglesey, but I'm from St. Albans, so sort of North London home counties. And what I wanted to do was, well, first of all, when I looked back at what I enjoy, I I love helping people to achieve. I love seeing people achieve aspirations. I love seeing people stretch their personal boundaries. And I love the world of the outdoors and the world of adventure. And I could see a direct link between how I can help someone to, for example, Summit Kilimanjaro or even Summit Snowden, and just see how that turns into improved self-esteem, improved self-worth, significant amounts of happiness. And that then enables people to go off and lead, lead a better life because they believe they are capable of more than what they believed before. So that was something that was really important to me. And, and as I went through this journey from seven years to now, that also moved into some of the corporate and team leadership stuff. Teams working in the outdoors that share experiences and go through maybe adversity like a tough challenge will improve their communication, will highlight leadership style, will bond together and be more effective so the the two things really came together and and it was the case where someone would come to me on Snowden then I'd talk at a conference then we'd do some team challenges and then we would spend time uh, on Kilimanjaro so the whole lot came together 
but it was really underpinned by what I'm passionate about is helping people to achieve because it does stretch personal boundaries and help people to, well, see themselves in a better light. Yeah. It's, it's interesting what you say then, as you were talking uh, this time you shared a story, it, it made me think of a, a client that I work with who uh, I always try and inspire clients to do something for charity each year. And we decided Super. to support, yeah, we decided to support uh, through this business, the local hospice. And somebody came up with a great idea of walking the Yorkshire three peaks. And as you were saying, Snowden there and Kilimanjaro, it uh, sent shivers up my spine because we, we did the Yorkshire three peaks. We were ill-equipped, poorly planned. We weren't fit. None of us done much preparation. And we headed off on what at the bottom was a lovely sunny day to get halfway up into horizontal rain, terrible winds, uh, and we dragged ourselves around the Yorkshire Free Peaks. Um, I, I very shortly after had a hip replaced, actually, and I didn't realise how bad my hip was when I was right. doing the walk. But within six months, I'd, I'd had the hip replaced, not through the walk. Uh, we were all in agony for different things. People had got chafes that they never realised areas of their body could chafe. And, you know, that's a hard day. The Yorkshire Three Peaks is, is a hard day. People talk about the Welsh Three Peaks and the National Three Peaks. You know, having yeah. done them all many times, I think that's all, that's at the top. So fair play to you all for that. Yeah, well, the worst thing was we we didn't work out when we were doing it why we were walking the opposite way to what everybody else seemed to be walking. <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah. Uh, and then when we got to a particular point where we were going to stop for something to eat, we realised why, because the pub was shut. Yeah. We got to it that late in the afternoon, it actually closed and wasn't serving dinners anymore. Yeah. Um, and we realized that everybody was walking the other way around. So they got to the pub earlier and we got there and it was it was closed. So but it, as you say, what it did do, it didn't just raise a, a good amount for charity, which was great and very worthwhile. But it did bring all of the people in that business together in a way that I've never seen that before. And I, it's the only one like that that I've ever been on. But I can certainly uh, encourage all the listeners to. Um, you know, to take something like that up. And if you can put a good cause of it, even better. So great. So I, I agree. So, yeah. And again, I, I love your LinkedIn profile, the image you've got there and the mountains and you at the summit there. That's absolutely great to say. I think I'll have to know that that's, that's pre-lockdown. I think I've, I've put on a few kilograms <laughs> since then. So uh, I'm, I'm not 100% sure if that jacket would still get around me, but... Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, we just burst a bubble now. It's a good job this is audio and not video. <laughs> we don't have to say anything like that. So obviously, this is a bit of a talk about coffee as well as as business. And as as you're taking a sip of coffee there, uh, before you tell me about the mug that you're drinking it out of, tell me what coffee you're drinking today and why. Well, I have. Um, well, normally I've got quite a big stash of coffee because I. When I travel to places like Tanzania or Nepal or other, other places, I normally pick up coffee on the way. Uh, but I actually have a, it says super special organic coffee uh, clippers. And I bought this especially because you're giving me a super special opportunity to help reach your audience. So yeah. I thought, you I know like what, it. It, is, it is called super <laughs> special. Okay. And what, what kind of taste is it? Is it a strong coffee? Is it a, an yeah. easy drinking coffee? I like, um, I like a strong, a strong, rich coffee. I like to know that I've had a sip of it. They're like the same as a, a deep red wine. I like a, yep. a dark, rich coffee. Absolutely. Yeah. 
it was interesting. Uh, there was somebody on our podcast that um, some of the things they put in their coffee, they put cinnamon in and they put all sorts of other things to really bring out the taste of, yeah, of the yeah, coffee. Yeah. Uh, and I must admit, you know, the, the, the coffee I'm drinking today for the benefit of the listeners is um, it's a it's a holiday season blend coffee that I got okay. off of uh, Amazon. Um, as the listeners will know, I, I love my Nespresso machine. So I buy mm. pods for the Nespresso. And what I have done today, because I've been talking all day and I'm a bit raspy now. Uh, and I've got another podcast to do uh, before the, the day ends yet, is I put a spoonful of honey in it just to take oh, the, yeah, okay. the edge off the back of the throat. So the throat, I don't yeah. normally put, yeah, I don't normally put honey in coffee, uh, but today I certainly have. So, but tell us about the mug as well. You've the got mug. a mug there. Just describe it for those that can't see you as I can on the video. So the mug, it's just got three words on it. Liker's going to like, and it's a more positive spin on the haters going to hate, because I, I would rather look okay. at things more positively. So liker's going to like rather yep. than say haters going to hate. So that's it. It's right. just a plain old simple white mug, red letters, like is going to like. And it is just my favourite mug because it's more positive than think of hate, think of like. Right. And it's a good size mug as well, isn't it? So you can get a good dose of coffee in that mug. Yeah, well. exactly. I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sort of rugby playing lad. So I, I go for a bigger cup than a smaller cup. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, well, that's where we can hold our mugs up. And my, I think mine holds about uh, half a pint of uh, coffee. So that's, that's yeah, good. I think I'm at the five for sort of 500, 550 mil. So just below a pint. Perfect. Yeah. So you mentioned you, your travels and, you know, obviously picking up coffee on those travels as well. What, what's what's been your favorite coffee and, and how do you normally take that coffee? that's your favorite? So I would get the beans. So buy the beans, grind the beans. I've got all the stuff at home to be able to grind. And, uh, mm -hmm. and um, sort of Africa. So I've been to quite a few countries mm -hmm. around Africa. So Tanzanian yep. coffees, I think are absolutely amazing. And, and I tend to just have coffee black. Uh, yep. You know, I don't put anything else in it. I'm a pretty sort of plain guy when it comes to these things. But certainly African, African beans, Tanzania. Uh, I've run out, so I can't remember any any names because normally I'd have been to Tanzania probably three times this year uh, but wow. I've only been because of Covid I only went to the start of the year so um, yeah I think yeah, yeah Tanzania Africa okay. I'll get you some when I, when I finally get to go out there I'll bring you some back and uh, yeah. I'll pop in the post <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. yeah so African coffee great and black yeah it's interesting you say plain yeah I take my coffee black uh, initially for that same reason that I wanted to keep it simple yeah, I want yeah, to taste the coffee. Yeah, as soon as people start putting milk in it and different things in it, you know, some people put more milking, less milking. And you know, I drink tea as well. And I hate to say that to the listeners, but I do drink tea as well. And I always find there's never one cup of tea that's a consistency. So having black coffee is a good way of doing that. But as you say, it's it's more about the flavor of the coffee isn't it you, when you start taking your coffee more black you start to taste all the different tones in the coffee as well don't yeah you? It's, it's almost like you know people get very um interested in things like whiskey tasting and i think it's not too dissimilar you know if you the minute you start putting milks and things into coffees you lose all the flavors that come with it and they yeah. are all like incredibly individual but if you start yeah. mushing it up with other things so it's not to say it's right or wrong right you know everyone does what's yeah. right for them yeah. But I like to be able to, when you take that sip and then you maybe breathe through your nose and then you everything comes alive mm. in your mouth. You know, love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting you say whiskey there. And if you get a chance, Jason, uh, 
check out the the podcast on Apple because there's a podcast with Neil Giller. And Neil is our Neil is our uh, regional director of a networking group that I'm a member of BNI. And I too am a member of BNI. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, he's our regional director. He's from London as well, and he he doesn't drink coffee, and he doesn't drink tea. And the only thing I could get him to want to drink on the podcast was whiskey. And we we scheduled the podcast for eleven a.m. in the morning, and we both sat eleven a.m. on a Friday morning <laughs> drinking whiskey, just as we're drinking now coffee. And I must admit, it was one of the most enjoyable days that I've had for a long while because of that. But we we had some. Uh, very comparable conversations of coffee and whiskey because you're right yeah. you know we do taste it and appreciate the tones of coffee just as we do uh, a good whiskey as well so it's, oh, it's, a very, it's, a, it's <laughs> very interesting very interesting podcast so move, moving down the questions um yeah. what's been and i know obviously we've mentioned the 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 COVID word already, but um, it's, it's a new C word, isn't it? You know, what yeah, we talk about. We're, yeah. we're, we're closing off to Christmas to mention the Christmas word now, but uh, people are avoiding the other C word. But what's the latest or most significant thing that you've fixed or worked on in your business? Well, I mean, as you can probably imagine, everything that I have done has been that involves travel and people and togetherness. And that can be expeditions all over the world. That could be bringing corporate teams together of between six and 72 people to run charities, bring teams together, you know, some charity events that help raise much needed funds for people. Literally the whole lot has been gone. I've, I've had to wipe out pretty much from February to probably April next year, which for a business, you know, I, I, I'm not a kind of, you know, 25, 50 million pound business that has huge things and assets to lean on. You know, I've been running the business in a way that I can still be flexible and and be able to go and have fun and do what I do. So to lose you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds of business over 72 hours was absolutely disastrous for me. Um, and I had to think very quickly about what I can do to pivot into a new space. The, the online space isn't new, right? Um, but new for me. No. So I was very fortunate to be able to pick up some grants that were available that, that meant that I was able to you know, steady the ship and not stack react and then used okay. uh, a large chunk of that money to create an online leadership academy. So the Aspire Leadership Academy. So I could take my you know, two decades of leadership experience from right the way from warehouse management through to leading in high risk, high consequence areas, you know, remote areas of Nepal gives you leadership skills which can be shared with others so i created five programs of leadership development put it all online and have just literally launched that into uh, into the digital world yeah. so really the big problem was all revenues gone complete turbulence in the tourism adventure and travel space so i had to pivot into something new and think well where can i where can i my, my platform for inspiration was taken away I, would, I inspire people to be more effective in the outdoors. So I've had to think about where can my new inspiration platform be? So I put all of that online uh, and then I've had to re-educate myself about funnels and lead magnets <laughs> and all this kind of yeah, stuff. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, you know what, I just want to walk up some hills. But, yeah. you know, I've had, to, I've had to learn, I've had to be humble to the bigger picture, yeah. be grateful because I've still got a roof over my head, but then I've had to kind of double down 
and crack mm-hmm. on. And the, the big problem to fix was, where is the business coming from? Yeah. So let me ask you a couple of questions to dig a little bit deeper in that. And it's, it's yep. interesting what you say there about the space. And I've taken part in a few courses, a couple of Tony Robbins courses and Russell Brunson. You mentioned funnels. Yeah, Russell Brunson. Brunson. I'm reading his latest book at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they all say that knowledge is the new currency. And, you know, that's that's where, you know, business is going and that's where opportunity is, certainly. And it's almost the new gold uh, fields that are out there, isn't it? You know, we've got to go out and mine them. Um, where, where, first of all, where do we get access to the, the you know, these leadership programs? You know, t- tell the listeners where they can go and, and take a look at what you've created there. Yeah, no worries. So over the next couple of days, my LinkedIn profile will be adjusted. Uh, what I wanted to do was, I mean, the first thing I wanted to do was go and check that there was a market for this. So I went out to people. Um, yeah. and I, you know, I love the Aspire name. So th- th- if you look at www.aspireleadershipacademy.com, that's where it is. Okay. Um, and it will be updated on my LinkedIn profile. I wanted to launch it, get the gremlins out of the system, check all the drip feed sequences before I made a big song and dance about it. So it is a live running right. platform that's had a soft launch and has people in it. Uh, but it, right. is, it is the Aspire Leadership Academy and aspireleadershipacademy.com. Great. Okay. And you know, one of the things I know a lot of people listening to this will be concerned about going into similar markets to yourself, and you've, you've touched on it just then, uh, is getting the, the audience, getting the market, isn't it? Engaging with the market. And, you know, all these people are very great at giving these wonderful courses and this is how you can build your platform. This is how you can build your online courses. But nobody seems to have found the magic source to actually drive traffic to it. And I know Russell Brunson talks about a few things, this building secrets, traffic secrets, et cetera. But can you give the listeners perhaps something that you found useful in actually determining that market and that audience and, and getting more of them to come to you? Yeah, I know no, you're in the early stages of it, yeah, but is there anything oh, no, you could share? So, oh, of course, of course. Well, I mean, the first thing that I wanted to do was double check that it is something that is going to be wanted, needed, useful, you know, these, the useful side of things. Uh, so what I did was even before I started to put the thing together, I went out to 20 MDs, CEOs, vice presidents. And I said, yeah. that I know that I've worked with. And I said, okay. I've got a question for you. Let's talk about this. Tell me what, help me understand what would be value to you. And, and so, I, so I took all of this and then I built the platform around what they told me. Something that was interest in learning, something that was online and available, something that was CVable, because yeah. uh, I got mine accredited by the Institute of Leadership and Management. So you finish with a professional accreditation. Ah, that's important. Yeah, absolutely. So when I, when I, look, I took all this feedback and I distilled it into some really key points around improving confidence, improving effectiveness, reducing imposter syndrome, working with people in a more structured way, underpinned by some academic credibility. And I just started building it around that. So that, that sort of three month exercise was really useful because when I'm talking to people and organizations now, I'm able to use the right language which resonates. So yeah. by talking to CEOs, MDs that have got maybe 80 people in their team 
to be able to talk about effective leaders help improve the mental health of the teams around you, which is also interesting learning, which brings value, which helps people to be better at what they do, which improves revenue opportunity, speed of sales cycle, time to cash, reduced attrition, talent retention. So all of these things, by using the terminology, it actually gives me more reach into places. Rather than say, here's a leadership platform, you know, the word leadership is probably the most used, hijacked and dominated words in the digital space. Yep. But I looked at it from the other way around, which is what are the value experiences people will get from yeah. buying the platform, which helped me open up those conversations. Yeah. And I think that's that's an important thing that you've recognized there that I think some of the listeners will will take away. I mean, research absolutely is is, is critical from what you've said. And I, I love the way you've done that. And leadership, I was just on a, a group session earlier on um, with a set of coaches and one of them there has he's, he's doing a, a journal challenge. He's trying to get um, he's building his list through creating a journal challenge that you can take part in. But he's used the word leader in there quite a few times. And one of the things we in this critique session talked about is lots of different people have different interpretations of what a leader is. Some Very people don't want some people don't want to be it. Some people uh, aspire to it, as, as your word is, but it, it creates so many different reactions. And, you know, what you said there, it's, it's more about what they experience and the journey that they're on to being a leader, isn't it? Than actually wearing the badge of a leader, because that means that badge of leader can horrify some people, but inspire other people. And it's so much of a polarizing effect, isn't it? hundred percent. And, you know, there's so many different types of a leader as you, you know, there's mm. leaders that don't have ma management responsibilities. So they still need to influence positive behavior. There's new leaders, there's experienced leaders that have forgotten the brilliant basics of, of leadership. Yeah. So he's trying to get under the skin of what is it looking to solve rather yeah. than, you know, it's not about, you know, okay, being an effective leader. Hey, that's great. But you could be crushed with imposter syndrome and the knock-on yeah. effect is that you are not leading effective teams. You are not crisp and clear in your communication. You're not self-aware enough to identify the development needs. So it's about scratching around it and seeing where do we build the foundation of a great leader rather than turn you into an effective leader. Because you've yeah. got to make some positive choices yourself about what you do with the information. Now, the, the next question on my, on my list, uh, Jason, is that, you know, here is how was it before the fix and how is it after? I'm not going to ask you that question because I think you've you've explained that quite <laughs> quite well there, and it's probably not an appropriate question. But I want to ask a question. You've taken something which is very physical, very emotionally charged by the activities and the locations, and you know that interaction engagement with people. How? has it been in taking something that is so outdoorsy and I'm sorry to use the outdoorsy word yeah, of course. to something that is online. Anything you can share with the listeners about that? I'm a, I'm a big planner of things. You know, if I'm, if I'm talking about something for 10 minutes, I probably planned it for a couple of hours. So when I was talking about the modules and the components of the, of the Academy, it was really important for me to be able to recognize myself more than anything else about what those, what the value bits were. You know, for example, when I'm talking about you know, leadership styles, what have I been through myself? How have I really understood that? So 
it was an interesting exercise as well for me to go through to be able to remember those experiences to yeah. relive them to be able to you know mm. there's lots, lots of documents so actually i went through a a journey of feeling pretty sad because i wasn't there to actually very proud because i've been through a lot myself and that helps me build up my resilience and my courage and my fortitude yeah. to carry on so yeah there was it was quite a journey but it was you know the self-awareness exercise i think was key yeah and i, and I think you know uh, i do a 15 minutes of gratitude um uh, sort of sequence every morning i have done for years after going to see tony robbins some some years ago in london and one of them um one part of that is he gets you to think about the magic moments you know and you know we we have our memories and you know i think back at the memories and the memories that i have are the memories of the outdoors so i remember you know standing on the mountain looking over lake louise yeah, I remember, oh, yeah. yeah, being up in the KL Tower in Kuala Lumpur, looking over the city after walking through the worst zoo park thing that I'd ever walked through in all my life, realising we took a wrong turn and we're actually walking through a live open space zoo. Uh, but it is those memories, isn't it? So I love the way you described the way you had to go back there and you've almost re-experienced those memories to yeah. pull that out, haven't you then? So that's yeah. a great, a great lesson for us to learn. It is. It's beautiful moments. And it's you're never going to be able to help someone understand the feeling. What I can do is I can share the experience. I can share the lessons learned. I can share the you know, the way to look at it and what, what you yeah. went through and why that's important in the space that I'm talking about. But what I really hope is that you know, this will energize people to go and do some things, do, do some more stuff outdoors. And, you know, whether it's yeah. with me or whether it's with someone else or whether it's on their own or whether it's with family. Yeah. But actually, the, the adventure space and the outdoor space, mountain, lakes, rivers, streams, beaches, woods, forests, we've got yeah. so much in the UK. You know, I'd love, you know, everyone who's listening to this, whatever time of day, go for a walk or go for a walk tomorrow yeah. with a friend yeah. and just say hi as much as you can within, you know, lockdown stuff. But yeah. Yeah, that's great. And thank you for sharing that. It's, it's so yeah. true of our memories. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that's in, that's important that people recognise, you know, that it's that it's that journey, isn't it, that makes us unique. It's it's a journey we've been on through that. So great. Now I've got to ask this question then, uh, because you've mentioned so many places. If I could ask you what your one moment is, is, is there one place or one thing, one achievement that you've done which, in that split second of having to think about it come straight to mind like my lake louise does it's always the one that comes from mind. is there one such moment or one such place for you the first overseas expedition that i led as my own business and there's always the moment before you get to somewhere and this is mm -hmm. this particular this particular example is everest base camp and for me the most magical moment is just before you get there when you know you're going to get there not the actual arrival moment Wow. And I turned around and I looked at the whole team and I knew they were all going to make it. I'm getting goosebumps now. Yeah, and I great. literally like burst into tears because I was yeah. so proud of how hard everybody had worked, yeah. how hard I'd worked to get the business to this point and that everybody was getting there with big smiles on their faces. And, you know, they had, they were all in good order. They were well hydrated. Everyone was sleeping well. So, for me, it was that just so, so, so proud. The beautiful yeah. majesty of the Himalayas, surrounded by beautiful mountains. It was a blue sky day. 
everyone had achieved what they said they were going to achieve. And I literally just was like, oh, this is just the most amazing thing. Wow. It was everything that I love about life, people, achievement. Yeah. Well, you mentioned goosebumps. You've given me goosebumps, and I hope uh, it's given goosebumps to the listeners uh, as well. And that's a uh, fantastic. I've never been to the Himalayas. Uh, I've got a a friend of mine who's an artist called Philip Gray, uh, who uh, he's an explorer, he's an ex sort of navy person, and, uh, and he he loves to be in, inspiring his paintings through places like. That. And he's done a couple of great paintings in Himalayas. So yeah, thanks for sharing. That. And uh, I'm. I'm grateful that you've probably given quite a few people goosebumps listening to that. So that's great. Cool. Oh, thank you. So if you could give the listeners um, one tip uh, or lesson that they can take away from today's podcast, what would that be? You know, this is probably the hardest question in it all because, you know, mm. you know like you, we've all been through so much. I think for me that I love the saying, uh, if plan A doesn't work, be called cool. the alphabet has 25 other letters rather than stick to the rigid plan you know, there's there is nothing wrong with having a plan b or a plan c or a plan d you know yeah. i hear a lot of you know, motivational people will say you know if plan a if you don't stick to plan a then you stuck you're a failure Whereas i'm yeah. just thinking you know what life changes we get curveballs you can still have a master plan but you know it's not a linear straight curve to success in whatever shape that is for you no. So be cool, right? If it looks like it's going sideways, adjust the plan. If it's not yeah. going to plan, adjust it. And it, and it is okay. You don't have to have that plan A. You can do a B and a C and a D. It's your life, your success. Be cool. Yeah. Stop, you know, stop, stop stressing if you can. Yeah. And just have a thing. Take a moment. Go for a walk. Declutter. Readjust. Yeah. Off you go. That's what Fantastic. I would say. Fantastic. Being on Anglesey, uh, is sailing is sailing something that you do? I I don't sail myself. Um, okay. I, I did buy a fishing rod the other day uh, with this <laughs> okay. romantic vision of going out and catching my own dinner, but I haven't actually used it yet. <laughs> but um, but no, not to sail. But there is plenty yeah. around though. Yeah. The reason I mentioned that is that as you were talking there, uh, I've just been reading or listening to an audio book by Mike McCallowitz and. Um, toilet paper entrepreneur and he talks about the sailing term i think it's called tacking yeah and it's you know you know where you want to go but it's that continual stop adjust check where you are get back on track because something may have taken you off course and, and in sailing apparently uh, and i might be getting you know if the listeners want to correct me on this uh, but uh, you know i think it's something sailors get used to because the wind's always blowing people off course currents are and it's, as you say, it's having those different plan B. So I think that's a, a great tip. So thanks for sharing, for sharing that. Um, final question then, Jason. When is your next coffee going to be? And this is a really awkward question with uh, lockdown, um, but we could do it in isolation and we can do it socially distance. And that depends what time of year people are listening to this recording. But when's your next coffee going to be for you and where? Well, I, I actually have a, a Zoom coffee planned at 6 30 so it's pretty much half an hour right. uh, ah, fabulous half, half an hour from now but um, i'm actually meeting a friend in the village Menai bridge is where i live so it will be tomorrow morning 10 o'clock seeing um, a good friend just to catch up at a human level and just look someone in the eye and just say how are you yeah um, not not so much maybe business conversations will happen but you know tomorrow morning just see someone who i haven't seen for ages and just say how are you buddy yeah 
And on on your Zoom session in in thirty minutes, then what what's going to be the coffee? Is it going to be the same coffee you've got now? Are you going to choose a different coffee? No, it will be actually. Uh, I'll stay with this one. So I'm quite enjoying it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I will stay with this one actually. Black coffee, super special, organic, rich and toasty, clipper. Sounds great. And just reminders of the Academy website again, just before we, we close this off. www.aspireleadershipacademy.com Great. Well, I encourage all the listeners to connect with you on LinkedIn, check out what you're up to and Thank go you. and have a look at the, um, the Academy site that you created. And I'm even more impressed that you've got the accreditation by the, the was it the ILM, the Institute of the Leadership ILM, Management? Yeah. Yep. Great. Yeah, I did some qualifications in that many years ago when I had my construction business with an outdoors company, strange enough, in Matlock, in Matlock Bath in Derbyshire. And uh, uh, it's a great uh, platform to be accredited by. So well, well done on that. Thank you. But it's It's been an absolute pleasure, Jason, to uh, hear some of the places you've been to some of the tips that you've shared. And I know listeners, you've get, you've really taken away some nuggets here, as I call them in every podcast that you can do something with. And of course, listening to this um, isn't just what it's all about. What you need to do is go out and do something different. And if you do what Jason has said and just go out and take a walk, you know, just go outdoors, you know, appreciate what's out there. Think about those magic moments and think about how you can use all the things that Jason's talked about today, that would be absolutely great. And of course, yeah, this podcast is part of my mission to help businesses around the globe by becoming more aware of their possibilities. Uh, and hopefully today you've received some great education on how you can do that, how you can be uh, better and somewhere to go to build your leadership skills as, as well. And of course, we've had a good chat about coffee as well. So thanks, Jason, for taking part. It's been an absolute pleasure. And listeners, I look forward to having you on the next podcast episode. Thanks, Thank Jason. You, Simon. Bye for now.